Hi, good afternoon. I'm Paul Cadman. I am the chair of Downtown in Business Birmingham. Uh, welcome to the Brumby Den. I want to invite Adam uh, Whitehouse to our, our network. Adam, you've been around Downtown in Business for a while now. You've signed up as a member and things like that. So you get what we're all about. You get what, you, what we're doing. But actually today, it's really about what Nettle are doing and what you're doing. Um, and the great incentive that you're doing for this, our lovely city of Birmingham. But before we get on to that, it'll be good to take a minute or two just to introduce yourself. And I think that we're really keen to understand what you've been up to for the last, you know, kind of week or so. Well, we're pretty much a month into lockdown, aren't we? Yeah. Pretty much what have you been up to over the last few weeks? So if I hand over you to take it away, that'll be yep. fabulous. Of course. So, um, Hello everyone that's uh, watching. I am Adam Whitehouse. I'm the studio manager at Nettle of Birmingham. We're based on Great Charles Street, Queensway in the city. Um, and we help businesses support themselves, promote themselves in both an online and an offline capacity. So by online, um, we build websites, whether that's um, a new business venture that you have and you need to promote yourselves from the ground up. Um, all the way through to you've currently got an offering that you want to take to the next level. We can help both ends of that spectrum and anywhere in between. And when I talk about offline, um, there are a number of things that we can do to help uh, businesses promote themselves. Print is probably the biggest one. So from a simple set of business cards all the way through to a full campaign involving leaflets, brochures, folders, exhibition stands um, and anywhere in between and signage more recently we can now wrap buildings we can wrap cars so if you've got a business and you want to make a noise about it we like to think that we are the people to help you do that so let me pick up on that point if you're a business and you want to make a noise definitely let other people to go to <laughs> we'll Obviously, you've been around in the city for a while and things like that. So you've been in this industry 17 years, but you've actually yep. been working for Nettle for about six years. Has yep. that all been based in Birmingham on Great Charles Street? Yes. So um, the, last, the last 16, 17 years, I've been with Nettle's holding company of a fashion, which is Grafenia, in one uh, suit or another. So the company Nettle... Um, our predecessor was a company called printing.com, which is still out there, still available and still there to utilize. Nettle is almost an evolution of printing.com, which now offers over and above print design, web signage, like, like we mentioned. Um, we used to be based on Smallbrook, Queensway, um, on the other side of the city. Moved, found the, the gem of a premise that we've got currently on Great Charles Street, Queensway, where we offer all of the things that I've already mentioned, but equally, on the side of our business when we do go back to any level of normality and there are people in the city we also have a coffee facility remote working space and two meeting rooms for businesses and individuals to, to utilize as and when i think it's quite interesting that i've been uh, uh, at a couple of meetings been asked to come and see clients downtown in business and a couple of other meetings and it's been booked in for your space so we come in there's a bar you can kind of help yourself to tea or coffee everybody just passes comment hello welcome go and join these communal space, talk about what you're doing, a little bit of networking and things like that. So the mindset of Nettle and the way that it's set up in Birmingham, it's quite interesting. Yeah. But um, just moving on to really what we're here to talk about today, and it's uh, an incentive that's been kicked off by Nettle, and it's supporting the city. So support Birmingham. 
what's the idea behind that and you know how can we help and how can we work with you to make your offering maybe slightly better or communicate yeah. that message yeah so um the 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 thing that i've seen on social media linkedin the communications that i've been having across the city with people already has been tremendous in the sense in the city um indeed across the country of togetherness and people coming together to try and help people out in their sector in their area during this really uncertain time we wanted to do as much as we could to help um project people's voice um in the city business is difficult to come by at the moment there is a real haziness about the next direction the next step the readjustment for many businesses so we wanted to provide a platform for businesses to shout about what it is that they mm. do it costs absolutely mm. nothing we wanted to take skill sets that we have um and and offer them at no cost just to help support businesses so support birmingham is in its simplest terms a website where businesses can go on register your details and you will get the, your own section to shout about what it is that you do you can use it however you choose to use it and what we're trying to encourage like many is a small directory a community where people have a platform to talk about what it is that they do will in turn support the other people that are on that on the on that website so that's open now supportbirmingham.co.uk any business can go on that is in Birmingham or the surrounding areas we as I mentioned um, on the on the site we're super proud to be part of the community we love working in Birmingham and if we can do something that is going to help um, support businesses that are our neighbours through this difficult time then, then we'd like to do that. So have you got staff that are working on this at the moment so are yep. your staff furloughed or uh, so working? Yeah, so we've got a team of, the team ordinarily would be five people. We're down to two in the current climate. The other three guys are a furloughed. Um, but yeah, we've got uh, people working on that round the clock. So as and when a new entry comes in, it gets populated onto the site for us to direct traffic towards, uh, towards that. Look, there is a new person on the site. Take a look, see if you can support them in any way possible. And that, that's just one of three or four different things that we're, doing to use our skill set to try and help um our neighbors our colleagues people in the city um as well as some charitable things that we're doing to try and help support the nhs which is uh, a phenomenon at the moment so what are you doing charity wise what's uh, how are you supporting charities and things like that so uh if you if we talk firstly about support birmingham we're supporting three charities that are close to our heart there there's a section on support birmingham's website which is um called donate your commute for many people like myself i don't have to spend any money getting in and out of the city anymore so encouraging people who have got spare pennies or pounds to put that towards um, some charities in the in the area that we support. The first one is um, Birmingham St Mary's Hospice, which I know you guys do a lot of good work to help promote as well. Um, Free at last and Help Harry, Help Others. Those are the three charities that we're encouraging people to to donate your commute to. Um, a couple of other things as Nettle, we uh, we wanted to do again to utilise our our area specialists, and we've mentioned the website of things. So we build websites. So we've built a website. To try and support the community print is another thing that we do um fabric display stands is one of the one of the things that we produce at the mm. minute we've got orders coming through but our guys certainly aren't as busy as they ordinarily would be so we thought how could we 
put them to good use. So we have created um, something called Animask. So um, you will have seen, I'm sure, in and around the city, supermarkets, walking around, walking the dog, getting a bit of exercise, lots of people in these masks at the moment to try and help protect themselves and others. Um, they're, they're, the, the most conventional one that I see is the blue one that almost is a little clinical, looks a little bit like mm. you're in a hospital. We thought we're a design team. Why not put some masks together ourselves, which I've got right here, um, some samples of, called Animask. So in essence, it's exactly the same thing. It helps protect you and protect um, others if you've got a cough from the surrounding, uh, surrounding area. They okay. are um, for sale now on Animasks um, is, the, uh, is the URL. If you type that in, animasks.co.uk, um, you can buy them, but 100% of the money that you spend goes directly to the NHS. We've currently raised just over £3,000 in the last week or so. Um, so if you are thinking of investing in a mask, um, use one of these. They're a little bit more light-hearted, and the money goes directly to the NHS. Something else that we've put together... Um, and finally is our scribble for charity. So uh, the design side of our business, we've put together a coloring, coloring book. I, like many, many other people in this instance at the moment, have to juggle um, doing my day job with being a parent uh, can be difficult. So we've uh, designed a, uh, a coloring book for parents to download for their children. The kids can fill it in, upload your favourites. Um, we will pick our favourites at the beginning of June. The, uh, the winning three will get it printed on a canvas. They'll get a £50 voucher for either iTunes or a toy shop that they choose. And we will donate £500 uh, in their name to the NHS or charity of their choice. So why don't we reach out to downtown business and speak to Birmingham uh, museums or you know, the Sea Life Centre and things like that? So you can get a pass and some other stuff would, you know, would for you to donate. Would yeah, be let's see if we can do that. We'll have a look at that. So, I mean, okay. donate your commute is brilliant, simply because nobody's, nobody's moving. We've got uh, additional monies there and things like that. So that yeah. we, uh, we held um, a live briefing Friday afternoon. I don't know if you saw it. with St Mary's yeah. and, and two or three other charities. Yeah. And they were talking about some of the issues around what they need and what they need to do. One of the issues that we look for charities and things like that is profile. You know, so I was talking to Carly from Cypher Fireside this morning. She's looking for somebody to help her out with profile. You know, it's a reasonably small charity, but they feed all the homeless. They do some wonderful things there and stuff yeah. like that. So for professional people like you to step forward and to offer to assist is fabulous. Uh, free at last, you know, what uh, what they do down and free at last and things like that is brilliant, isn't it? It's, it's Phenomenal. Fabulous. Phenomenal. El Pari as well. All fabulous, all fabulous charities. John Street, he just keeps going and going and going, doesn't he? Yes, yeah. He's a fabulous networker and he just keeps bringing this free at last thing to there, which is great. So bringing the community together of the city and everything else like that, how important is that to you as a person? Oh, phenomenal. Uh, one of the... One of the biggest struggles that I deal with at the moment is not being part of the community, not seeing people daily, um, the mm. nine to five mm. job, our neighbours, 
the people that we work with in the city, I love seeing regularly. The fact that part of our business is a coffee shop and people can walk in and out means that the continuous turnover of people is, is high. So we're continuously talking, networking, understanding about each other's businesses. And to go from that to nothing was a real shift for me, something that I'd, I'd never done before, having to, to make my living room, my office, uh, and work out of that and no interaction with people took a real um it took a couple of weeks for me to to adapt to that i i think that we are starting to see certainly if, if i talk just about what we've seen a slight shift in people's viewpoint there was the initial panic um when people did we'd never seen anything like this before businesses didn't know how to react and adjust to it i'm seeing slight green shoots of revival people's mindset changing to this we could be in this for the long haul now so let's start thinking of some ideas as to how we can adapt to the new surroundings that we find ourselves in people using um this period of time that is a little bit quieter to maybe do some of the things that they didn't have time to do before so when we do when we are standing um on the front line waiting for the gun to fire and everybody fires back into the city however and whenever that is just make sure you don't look back at maybe some of this quieter time thinking well i wish i'd have spent that doing x y or z to mean i was prepped as prepped as i could be for when we get out the blocks so what advice would you give to business leaders now who are sitting here contemplating you know my business is closed down i furloughed my staff I need to come out the blocks and to echo your comment, you know, shout yep. out about your business. Yep. What advice would you be thinking about now? You know, talking about an exit strategy from COVID. Yeah. So the, the, the biggest thing that we have at the moment is the uncertainty. We haven't got a date necessarily that we can plan for. So it's difficult to have your exit strategy completely rounded, well-rounded and good to go. What I would suggest is we're dealing with, um, businesses day in day out if, if we go back six weeks eight weeks or so when things were relatively normal we would hear many many times a day and understandable that people don't quite have the time to think or do mm. some of the great ideas that they had because they're so busy life was getting in the way if, if coronavirus has given us anything it is a little more time um, to take a look at some of the things that maybe we haven't done we haven't developed because we didn't have the time, we now maybe do have the time to write the content for that brochure, that website update that we wanted to put together. The new direction, the new climate that we find ourselves in, how is that going to adjust? Um, and how am I adjusting with it? So we, I always say, I don't know anybody, their individual business better than they do. What I do do is, and what my team does is market companies day in, day out of different levels to different audiences. So even if people just want an ear to bend about, look, I'm thinking about this idea. Um, what do you think? Me and my team are always there just to cast an opinion, be a sounding board for an idea that they've had as to this is where we were. This is the direction that we think my particular sector is going to go into. And this is what I think my idea is to maybe combat that we might just have a few nuggets of advice that we've done in the past or dealing with now from somebody in a similar area that we could pass on it and just help them succeed a little bit. So in your advice, Adam, what's changed? So the way that we used to market ourselves, the way we used to shout out about our businesses, yeah, it's going to change, isn't it? Our yeah. mindset towards our businesses has changed. 
we become yeah. a lot more online, we communicate a lot more. We're functioning from home. Do we need to be in the office? Yeah. You know, and things like that. So what's what's your mindset towards how this is going to affect us in your industry? What are you looking to market yourself as and change yourself to? In effect, how is metal going to develop out of COVID? So um, we um, we were in before COVID began. We were in a digital age. We, it will become even more like that, as you as you correctly say, Paul. Coming out of the COVID um, pandemic, and that will be where many people. That indeed is where many people now are contacting us, putting all their eggs, if you will. Um, for many people. Um, a website, a web presence, an online presence and communication was a very, very big part of their business, was a very, very big shop window for them to expose their services. In the current climate, it's the only, in many instances, it's the only shop window you have. And I think people are starting to realise that. I'm having many conversations with people who are talking about working from home and actually asking the question, you know, do I need my retail premises now? Because I you know, the problem is COVID, not my ability to do my job. I can do it in my home office or whatever. So we're speaking to lots of people who are developing about that. Web is the big one for us. That's where we're seeing the biggest and steepest curve um, and growth in our business because people are coming to us and ordinarily they may have a shop, a retail presence where someone could, could go in for the transaction. And the online portal was just a shop window for them to, to expose their services. Now we're getting more and more people coming to us saying, I need to transfer to an e-commerce platform. I need to start selling my services and what I do online. I need to start communicating to businesses via Zoom chats rather than getting people in. So can you help design some backdrops for me to put into uh, my video conferences? So I think people understand and are adapting to the fact that the digital age that we were in is almost leveled up and it's going to level up again when we do actually get into the, into the place of work again and any level of normality. Um, so that would be where we're going to see the biggest and are seeing the biggest um, developments, the, the digital age, as you called it. Talking to uh, Ollie Hills this morning from you know, Birmingham Updates and things like that, and I found him fascinating because he was talking about all of these high-tech cameras and everything else like that, the people using industry really are going to be, you know, unusable now because the majority of companies, national global companies, have been using things like iPhones, taking video messages, Zoom. We're on a Zoom conference call now. The quality isn't particularly brilliant, yeah. but yet a lot of companies are producing marketing strategies, talking about the businesses and advertising online through mediums like this that aren't particularly good yeah. do you think that's going to continue or are we going to look for the bbc perfect sort of outlook on that our projection of our messages for our businesses yeah so uh, i agree with everything that you've said and i think for the minute certainly what we're doing it suffices um more and more people the more the demand for um interactions like this happen the more and more technology will step up to the plate and has always stepped up to the plate so it, it won't be long in my opinion i have no inside information but in my opinion we will be conversing on platforms like this after the pandemic has ended and it will be very quickly will be ultra hd 
um, and sound to, to make the experiences as easy um, and high quality as, as possible. So I completely think that that will happen in, in the not too distant future. I mean, are you looking at technology like 5G and things like that? What, to, you know, what that's going to do for your industry? Yep. What impact that'll have in Birmingham with a test bed for 5G? So you, are you preparing for that as a company, Nettle? Yes, completely. I mean, Nettle is much bigger than just the Birmingham studio that I run. We are um, part of a national PLC and we are continuously trying to update, streamline our mm. processes to make them as smooth, as cutting edge as possible. If we are trying to speak to people about promoting their business, but we aren't at the sharp end of technology, then we wouldn't be very very worse, very well versed to uh, to speak to others. So we're continuously updating our processes and have done at a huge acceleration over the last six weeks. So what do you think five G is going to do for us in Birmingham? Um, I think it's just about ease, really. It makes things a, a little bit easier. The quality will obviously go up, but it just makes the whole process a little bit easier. Every every time we I've used the word level up. Every time we move up uh, a grade in terms of technology, things just seem to get a little bit slicker. So I don't think it's going to revolutionise anything. It will just make processes more streamlined and a little bit more slick to uh, to be involved with. Okay, that's interesting. And you're talking about coming out of COVID, you're talking about what Natalie are doing and things like that. So let's go back to Support Birmingham. So this Support Birmingham website, are you keeping it running afterwards? Is this going to become the... For one of a better description in the other pages of the, the business community in Birmingham, do you think? I think, look, we are, at the minute, we're completely open to suggestion. We haven't, like many businesses, got that there's not an end in sight for Support Birmingham. It started with a conversation with um, people that do my job across the country. We were, we were having a conversation, thought, what could we do to help support the community? Uh, this was an idea that got raised. As soon as it was raised, we were working on it, creating, generating the, the visuals to put the site together. And now it's just about exposing it. It certainly isn't something that we want to, the day that we go back to work, if you will, whenever that is, <coughs> shut down and say, right, we've done our bit. If there is miles in development and if there is a demand for people to keep the site live, we will absolutely keep it live, develop it, evolve it. All good websites need to be that. The worst websites from a number of points of view, are those that are built and left. Um, it, it's something that needs to be developed regularly. It will be developed regularly if we think that it's going to help other people in the city. We, we don't just want to help people when there's a, a period of crisis. We want to help them afterwards if we can. Um, so it, it certainly will be something that continues if we think that people want it. So just to recap, it's free to register. Yep. It's going to be there, maybe there in perpetuity, and it will definitely be updated and things like that. You invite Correct. all businesses to join. You're looking at charities. You're looking at supporting charities. Three yep. fabulous charities that you supported already in Birmingham, yep. which is fantastic. So if I gave you the three updates, if you had three strong pieces of advice for business leaders now in this current climate, what would they be? Um, it would be use the time as effective as you can, because we don't know when we're going to get this amount of time in our working week, because I've used the term when the gun fires and we get out the blocks, it will be mental and you won't yeah. have the time to think about some of these things. So use this time as wisely as you can. Um, adapt 
to the new surroundings in the best way possible. And if you don't have ideas how to do that, um, please feel free to speak to us. And finally, support support um, your colleagues, support your clients. And the best way to do that is stay in contact. I don't think that this is necessarily a time to be contacting people, asking what you can do um, to sell to them. I don't think that is the climate that, that we're in at the moment. But I get so many phone calls day in day and we try to replicate that when we're reaching out, speaking to our furloughed staff, clients, people that are already there. Just asking how people are. It goes a long way, I think, at the moment when you are genuinely not trying to sell to somebody or there's any ulterior motive. You are just asking how people are. I think that um, it goes a long, long way. And I'm speaking to many businesses and that is their approach. I'm seeing some fabulous stuff on LinkedIn that people are trying to do to support the area and support other businesses. Um, yeah. And lo long may that continue. Brilliant. Okay. So let's go back through the website. This is Birmingham. It's supportbirmingham.co.uk. Correct. Adam Whitehouse, uh, studio manager of Nettle, right, based on Great Charles Street. Yep. Thank you very much for your time. My pleasure. Uh, Paul Cadman, chair of Birmingham. Uh, Birmingham downtown in business just really want to thank you for your time and just for your consideration your support of the city for nettle I didn't realize half the stuff that you were getting up to and I went out there to find it and things like that maybe you need to shout out about yourself instead of supporting all of your businesses <laughs> that pay you you've got well, a brilliant story to tell thank you Paul you know you've been wonderful so thank you very much for your time Thank Stay you. safe and we'll uh, we'll catch up soon. Thanks I again. I appreciate it. Cheers. Thanks, Paul. Cheers, mate.